Hey, this is Coach Joe with Heartletics, and all I ask in return is that if you get any value at all from today's podcast episode, please share this on either your Facebook page or with a loved one. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode. Coach Joe here with Heartletics.com. And um, my voice, it's, in my opinion, it's getting better. I can at least speak a little bit louder as opposed to the last few podcast episodes. Um, But yeah, hopefully I would say tomorrow or the next day, it should be back to normal. Right now, it just sounds raspy. Uh, Once again, not sick by any means, just for some odd reason. I don't know, maybe it's the allergies or something. I just do not have a voice. Um, And once again, my apologies, but this is going to be a good one. So hopefully you guys can hear this loud and clear because in today's episode, we're actually going to be going over binge eating, specifically like, hey, how does binge eating occur? What happens after you binge eat, right? Like you dive in, you know, head first to, you know, two dozen donuts and like three, you know, pieces of pizza and, or excuse me, three like pizza pies, I should say, a whole bunch of ice cream, everything like that, like completely AWOL. Uh, what do you do afterwards, right? We're going to be talking about the mistakes that most people make when it comes to trying to recover from binge eating that doesn't really help them out at all. And then obviously we're going to be going over what we like to teach our clients and it's what makes them very uh, successful when it comes to, hey, you're going to binge eat, it's the inevitable, right? Like it, it, it's going to happen, okay? So what should you do afterwards so that way you can get right back on track with seeing better fat loss progress? Guys, this is going to be a good one. So let's dive right in. <clears throat> For starters, I, right, myself, Coach Joe, right, the, the 10% body fat all year round, I binge eat all the time. Right, I will say that gladly, binge eat all the time, and it's just because of my upbringings. You know, it's no one's fault to blame, right? But you know how I was just brought up, right? So a little bit about me: I grew up in this Italian family, right, household, and um, love Italians to death, right? Who does it, right? We're funny, right? We're good looking. Hey, at the end of the day, we have some really good food as well. Right, Italian cookies, uh, lasagna, right, pasta, uh, everything, man, you can think of, right? Italian food is delicious. Uh, in fact, like it's one of my dreams to go to Italy. In fact, I want to bring my wife there as like, um, like uh, I don't know, anniversary, you know, theme one of these days. I don't know. I just really want to go to Italy. It was actually in my notes to to schedule and like buy the tickets and everything like that. But then obviously the pandemic hit and we were not able to go. So. I, I, I want to cross that off where right? I want to put that on my bucket list for sure. But uh, before, right, we dive in off track like how I normally do. Let's talk about this, right? Group in this Italian household, the finishing, finish everything on your plate mentality, right? You, you got to finish it, right? Like, don't let it go to waste. Hey, there's people that can be wishing for, you know, the, the food that you're eating, right? Uh, people like, you know, don't eat anything at all, right? They, they're starving to death. Hey, finish everything in your plate. Well, guess what? I, I That might sound familiar. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have parents that they kind of grew up kind of raised like that. Uh, but then you're also kind of taught like what's good food and bad food, right? Which is a, a, another thing that it's just at an early upbringing, right? Bad habits, right? Really bad habits. And it's a bad, you know, psychology of when it comes to like food also. A bad relationship when it comes down to food. And so growing up, you know, I was taught like, hey, I got to finish all my food, but you know, my eyes are always bigger than my stomach. So I'm always putting on a lot more food than I probably should. And I would just get fat, 
right? Like, like literally, like growing up, like I was trying to work out also, but I was just fat. Like I remember in middle school, actually, uh, one of the girls, she would call me chunky, right? Because at the time I was literally eating what's called a chunky bar. And if you guys are watching this on the YouTube channel, I have it right here. Right, I found this at a grocery store and I'm like, holy cow, I didn't even know like they still made these things, but this is what's called a chunky bar. So it's like chocolate, peanuts, raisins. I'm honestly gonna eat this right after this podcast because I'm hungry and these things are delicious. But yeah, I had a, a, a bittersweet relationship with chunky bars for the longest time. In fact, I, I, I never had one of these since middle school, right? That's how long it's been. And that's because like there was so much pain and hurt with that because I was fat. <laughs> I was I was made fun of. I was picked on. I remember going home and crying on my mom's shoulder like like people are bullying me. Like I, I was it's fat, right? Like that's the reality. And it has a lot to do with me having an unhealthy relationship with food. And so like binge eating, like I use food as like comfort, especially if, you know, and who knows, but maybe you don't relate to me. Maybe I'm just on my own on my own little island, right? But if I do relate to you in some way, form, right, with today's podcast, let me know, right? If you're a member inside the Heartletics community group, go to the community group, make a post, tag everybody and say, hey, today's podcast was amazing, right? Talked all about nutrition, binge eating, and Joe, I, I relate to you big time, you know? Or maybe you're listening to this and maybe you're not a coaching client. Well, that's fine. Maybe tag me in like an Instagram post or a Facebook post, something, right? I, I want to know if this message is just clear and relatable because at the end of the day, that's what I'm trying to make these podcasts is, hey, using my own experience and what has helped me, how can I share that message and help you as well? And so I would just appreciate if, you know, you just give me some feedback um, and just letting me know if it's, you know, resonating with you, if it can relate or not. So growing up, I had this horrible relationship with food, especially when I started doing like mixed martial arts and I had to start cutting weight. Like that sucked because like I, it was just, okay, don't eat anything right? Like don't eat anything. Don't eat. And then guess what? My workouts suffered. I would get my butt kicked in training, showing up to the fight, like dehydrated, no food in my system from this horrible weight cut and having no energy to like fight some grown man trying to kill me in the middle of a rain, right? Cage. And everybody is just viewing us and watching us as a sport. Crazy, right? I can't even believe I did that stuff. But regardless, I had a horrible relationship with food. Okay. I still, right, I have an amazing relationship with food, right, today, but I still binge eat from time to time, okay, so that's why I want to make sure you guys are fully listening to the message. I had a horrible relationship with food, once again, grew up in an Italian household, finishing everything on your plate mentality, good foods versus bad foods, right, kids making fun of me, calling me fat, right, because I was eating chunky bars and because I was fat, like, horrible relationship with food, okay, but hear me out, here in my 30s, the best, healthiest relationship with food because of one thing, one thing. I decided to invest into myself and learn, okay, what is good, what is bad? Because instead of me doing like, you know, keto and cutting out carbs, which I did for like six months and like straight keto, not like, oh, just cutting out carbs and trying to guess it. It's like, no, I literally cut out all my carbs except, except for my vegetables, I'm tracking my macronutrients, making sure that I'm actually 75% of my daily calories is coming from fats, okay, lipids, fats, right? 
and having 20% coming from protein and 5% coming from carbs that are just vegetables. I'm peeing on little ketone strips, right? Checking my ketone levels, like actually in a state of ketosis, not this fake it like, oh, I'm just not going to eat rice and bread and eat, you know, avoid sugars and, and call it keto. Like, no, like you're just doing a low carb diet. It's not keto because you're not even in ketosis because you're not getting your fats up to a certain amount. And that's a topic for a different day. But regardless, right, I wanted to learn about how it actually worked. I'm seeing all these bodybuilders and fitness influencers on Instagram and YouTube. They're eating whatever they want. They're shredded, right? Like, how is how are they able to do it? What's the secret? Is there fat loss pills? Is there some kind of like shakes that they're taking? Like, what gives here? Do they just throw up everything after they eat? Like, what happens? It wasn't until I invested into myself. And I got certified in nutrition. And I actually learned like, holy cow, this is so easy. And then I realized here that my certifications, right? I had to study really hard, study really, really hard. Because a little bit about me is I don't do well in books and reading at all. Just growing up, uh, and this is why I never made it into the Marine Corps. I failed three ASVAB tests in a row because of test anxiety, so anytime there's tests, I get nervous, I freak out, I get you know anxious, and I would just like, I might know the answer, and I would circle the wrong answer because I would second guess myself. My mind would play so many tricks on me. Is that relatable to you guys at all? Like that story of my life still is to the, today, okay? So I had to study really, really hard for these certifications, and all of them, personal training, nutrition, strength and conditioning. Uh, everything that I read, once again, growing up, I had to go to Sylvan Learning Center for a good portion of my life growing up in school for extra aid and different tutors that my parents, you know, spent a lot of money on to obviously help me better out mentally because I, I suffered with reading comprehension. I can't remember much about what I read. So that's why when I tell people like, what is Heartletics? Well, hey, I'm no different from anybody else. In fact, I'm dumber than most people out there, right? IQ level. But what makes this program so successful is because I can break things down in the easiest way possible to help anybody learn. So I learned all this about nutrition, calories, thermic effect of food, how it all applies in the body, metabolism. I broke it down with a simple analogy with a cup and using water as a form of calories and could help anybody understand how fat loss truly works in the body. So when I tell people like, hey, what does Heartletics mean? It's as simple as kiss. Keep it simple, stupid, because that's my life. This is my program. This is my livelihood. I made it to a way where, hey, if, if my, my past self, how could I give them the cheat codes to life? Help them with nutrition, help them with training, help them to become mentally and emotionally stronger and, and achieve their goals. This program, Heartletics, is for myself that I wish I would have gave myself years ago to help me. That's that's why I pour my heart into it because it is me. Heartletics is me. And so when it comes down to learning stuff about how easy it is, guys, I kid you not, if you think that cutting out carbs is the best thing to burn body fat, you're mistaken. If you think that intermittent fasting is the best thing in the world to burn body fat, you're mistaken. If you think that just constantly running all day long is the best thing in the world to burn body fat, you're mistaken. All you're going to do is to hurt right? Your relationship with food. And you don't understand is that that's also going to hurt your kid's relationship with food as well. Meaning like, hey, guess what? Mr. Keto over here, 
decides to, you know, it's a hot summer day, but I'm on this ketogenic diet. No carbs, right? But my son just, you know, I don't know, hits a grand slam in a softball game. He wants to go celebrate and go get some ice cream with his friends. I'm coming with him. Well, guess what? We're all sitting right there. I'm the only person without ice cream because I'm on a ketogenic diet. And so my son is going to look up and say, you know, he's three years old right now. Let's say he's, I don't know, six or seven at that time. Hey, daddy, like, why are you not having an ice cream? Like, do you want any of mine? No, son, I'm on a diet. Okay, so now he's going to be thinking like, okay, what is a diet first off? Well, a diet simply means you're restricting something. It's diet, right? Right, diet, D-I-E, diet, diet, right? You're cutting something out. You're restricting its life. You're dying, right? So maybe like the relationship that you have with food and the relationship that you have with the terminology of a diet is like, oh, I just need to lose weight. I need to go on a diet and cut that out. Listen, you want to lose weight, right? Start eating healthier. Start, you know, being more active. Don't say you need to go on a diet because now all of a sudden it's a bad terminology. It means restrictions, right? And typically restrictions come in the form of what? Your favorite foods. So now you have this horrible relationship with food, just like how I was before I got certified in nutrition, and like, am I saying you need to go get certified nutrition? If you want to, go ahead. More power to you. But you can just listen to all these podcast episodes that I do. I have one about good foods versus bad foods. We talk about it all the time with the coaches and on the weekly Zoom chats as well, right? On our live coaching call podcast that we record. Like we give you guys all the tools. It's just about applying it. You just need to apply it. So when it comes to losing weight and burning body fat, get the terminology diet out the door because all that's going to do is hurt you. Just like how in a second here, we're going to be talking about binge eating and the biggest mistakes. Well, guess what? These mistakes people do constantly over and over again. It's just hurting you more and more and more. It's making this relationship that you have with food like more toxic than it needs to be. So what do I mean by that? Well, first off, what are the biggest mistakes that people make? right? When it comes to binge eating. So let's just say, right? And this happens all the time. This is literally every Friday and maybe Saturday night with me. And do I care? No, because at the end of the day, it's like, I'm not going to go step on the scale and check my weight and check my body fat. Like, no, I, I, like, I, I've been doing this for years. I understand about sodium retention. I understand about, you know, how fat loss and fat gain and retention truly works in the body. And I understand peace of mind as well because I have a really good relationship with food. And that's what I want you guys to understand. And that's what I want you guys to get as well. So let's just say the old me, right? A horrible relationship with food horrible, right? Binge eating mistakes. This is what I would do, right? High school. Let's say like I win a fight um, and I, I, I go out and let's just say, I don't know. I'm just like got five Big Macs, right? All these fries. Um, I then go get pizza. I then go get ice cream and like a whole bunch of donuts. I mean, after all, I'm wearing a, a, literally a shirt that's in the shape of Ohio because that's the state that I live in and it's a donut. Like you guys can pick up what I'm putting here right down. I pretty much love donuts. So anyways, I just go AWOL, okay? Well, what's typically going to happen the next day? Well, I'm going to look myself in the mirror and be like, holy cow, I don't look good at all compared to what I looked like before. 
So I'm going to start feeling guilty. Maybe I feel sick, lethargic, and that also makes me feel guilty. So mentally, right, horrible relationship with food. I'm eating all this food and now I regret it, okay? That's not fun. What are some of the mistakes that I've made in the past? Well, for sure, all right? And I'll be honest with you guys. There's been plenty of times where I'm like, okay, this is so much easier to get out of my system. Let me just gag myself and throw up. And I would do that. Not often, but yeah, I would do that where I'm like, oh, I screwed myself up. And this happened all the time, honestly, with cutting uh, weight for fights because I would just be on such a restrictive diet, right? And then all of a sudden I binge eat and go AWOL and I got a fight here in like the next week or two. So I just gag myself the next morning, hack everything up. And somebody might listen and be like, be like, dude, that sucks. Like, that's stupid. Why would you ever do that? But let me ask you a question, right? Why do you do the things that you do, right? Why do you cut out your favorite foods and then you go on this restrictive diet and then what happens? The same thing happens to you. you maybe you don't throw up, but then what happens? You feel guilty. You try to do some of these mistakes right here because why? You didn't have a, a good relationship with food to begin with. You went too strict. You didn't have the 80-20 rule that we teach our clients at Heartletics, right? You didn't learn how to fit in your cake and eat it too. Plain and simple. You, you didn't learn that and that's okay. But the worst thing that you can do is year after year and everybody does this with New Year's resolutions is do the same old you know crap that got you to where you are today and everybody does that. Hey, brand new year. I'm starting this new diet. Let me cut out carbs again. Next thing you know, February hits, you're you're back to eating your carbs again. The weight piles right back on. And you don't understand that cutting out carbs is just cutting out water weight, not actually fat loss. And so it's the same old song and dance. And it's just like history. It's always going to repeat itself until you make a change. I had to make a change. I had to invest into myself. I had to get certified so I can learn, right? Like at the end of the day, I wanted to learn. That, that's what made me different. I, I always invest in myself and that's what gives me this amazing life that I'm living today because I always choose myself first to give back to others because I'm a firm believer that at the end of the day, I'm a battery. I'm a source of power, but sometimes I got to recharge myself. What does that mean? I got to invest into myself. I got to invest mentally into mindset trainings. I got to invest into business coaches. I got to invest into um, business, you know, all these different things, all these different things, always, because it, it's going to make me pour back out into others, right? I always say like this, I'm so selfish, but it's great because I can give people the life that they truly want to live because of me being selfish. And that's a podcast for another day. So back to binge eating. Typically, right, myself and most people, at least I hope, feel guilty. They regret it, right? I was throwing up afterwards, especially like I said, if I'm getting ready for a fight and I, I, I went too strict, uh, you know, and, and here's the thing. I looked at food as a form of comfort, you know, like if I got a bad grade in school, which I did often, I would look to the food. If let's say I was stressed out, burnt out, right, uh, uh, toxic relationship, guess what? I'm turning to food. Like that's just me. That's just my nature. And and that's okay, right? I just learn how to make some adjustments in my own life to now have a better relationship with food so I don't make the same mistakes all over again. And that's why I'm really trying to get this to help you guys understand. Some other things that I would always do is try to burn it off, right? Just run, 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 run. 
at the end of the day, guys, I'm going to be talking about the three biggest tips here in a second and how to utilize calories. It's a mindset shift. <clears throat> so burning it off, right, means like, okay, hey, I overeat. What can I do today? Just burn it all off. There's a big difference between utilizing calories and burning it off. Don't burn it off. We'll talk about utilizing it here in a second. And then also just, okay, well, hey, I overeat on my calories, right? Like I'm, you know, 10,000 deep now compared to the day before. What should I do? Oh, let's just not eat anything today at all and just do fasting, right? And once again, like somebody might think like, okay, but Joe, if you look into in terms of a weekly balance, like sure, you can go ahead and it's actually studies been shown that, you know, you can eat at lower calories Monday through Friday, have higher calories Saturday and Sunday. Cool. Makes sense, right? I, I get it. I understand the laws of thermodynamics. I understand how calories work. I understand that, right? But what most people forget about is that 90% of all this is mindsets. So if you go out, binge eat, go crazy with the amount of calories that you just consumed, the next day not eat anything at all, what is that teaching your mindset? What if your kids are like, hey, so you're not going to eat anything today because you overate because you ate some Oreos and cookies? Like, okay, so do I not eat anything also when I eat cookies and Oreos as well? You really got to think about just the long-term effect here with the psychology and that's why I, I really emphasize like my mindset, my relationship with food and nutrition, it's the best. And it's because I had to go through hell and back and go through all this trial and error and make all these mistakes to whence, you know, why I'm making this episode today. So that way you guys don't have to go through the same mistakes. Now, what are the three biggest tips that you can, you know, get help on this? It's very simple. And I'm going to give you guys some bonus tips as well. Uh, the first tip is this, accept it and move on. Most people feel guilty after binge eating, right? Hey, last night I literally had like half a thing of this like pumpkin, like cheesecake cobbler that we had in the fridge from Trader Joe's. It was amazing. You know, I, we went to the mall, we played video games with my son, my wife. It was, it was so much fun. Uh, we had food at the food court. I got some like Japanese food. There was probably like sodium galore, right? It was like, I tasted the salt. Guess what? If I would have stepped on the scale today, I would have saw that number skyrocket, right? And immediately feel like, man, just guilty, regretful. Well, guess what? I understood it. Like, hey, I'm going to accept it. I'm a grown man. I know how to accept responsibilities. So I'm going to accept the fact that I overate. I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Like, I'm not a little kid. Like, no, I, I did that for a reason. I'm going to accept it and move on. The second thing is I'm going to get back to track and just eating normally, I'm not going to do this BS of throwing up like how I used to and, you know, intermittent fasting and trying to burn off my calories. No, I'm going to go back to eating my 200 grams of protein to 250 grams of protein a day, go back to tracking and logging my food on my Heartletics app. And guess what? I'm going to go back to normal because at the end of the day, it's all about your daily habits, not this long-term goal. So if I have one bad day, but six good days to follow, hey, that's a great week in my book. Remember, I'm not, I'm not book smart. Heartletics, right? Coach Joe is street smart. There's there's so many levels to this. And once you guys start opening up your mindset, I promise you this, these levels, these missing pieces to the puzzle, they're going to start unfolding themselves in your life. And amazing things can begin to happen. But you got to just, you got to accept it, right? Most people, once again, they like doing the same old song and dance. They're not open-minded. That's why they don't succeed in life. Uh, another thing, right, is I utilize those extra calories, 
So like, for example, yesterday I overate. Well, guess what? I had a great workout today. I didn't tell myself, hey, I'm going to burn off these calories and just sit on the treadmill and run all day. Like, no, I'm going to lift up some heavy weights. I'm going to focus on some progressive overload. And guess what? I'm going to get a crazy burn going, right? I'm going to utilize those calories for strength. Big difference, right? Compared to burning off calories, horrible relationship with food. Now I'm going to utilize those calories. Great relationship with food. Those are my three biggest tips, guys. All about mindset. That's it. Accept it. Move on. Go back to tracking your calories and macros the following day. You'll be perfectly fine. Don't focus on your goals. Focus on your daily habits. One bad day isn't going to kill you if you're, you're, you have six really good days to follow. Lastly, utilize those extra calories. It's a mindset shift. Don't say you're going to burn it off. Say you're going to utilize those calories. Use it for some strength. Use it to lift up some heavier weights and power yourself. And what are some bonus tips? Well, for one... If you're a member, right, of the Heartletics community group, go inside the community group, tag everybody and just say, hey, guys, last night I just overdid it, right? I, I just ate everything under the sun. What can I do today to better myself? What can I do today to get right back on track? What can I do today to, to just see more improvements, you know, to feel better? You guys have that support. You guys have that community. You guys have that form of accountability. And I promise you, if you did that, you were going to get so many messages, on some tips, recommendations, that's going to help you out. And you're going to feel that love. You're going to feel that support because that's what Heartletics is all about, baby, plain and simple. And the last tip, right, is go find a, a, a drugstore or buy it online or go to Walmart anywhere. You get it on Amazon all the time. Buy a supplement called Chromium, Chromium, C-H-R-O-M-I-U-M, something like that, Chromium, right? Look it up. Long story short, it's just going to help your body digest and some of those carbs, fats, you know, excess calories, proteins, it just kind of make things a little bit easier when it comes to absorbing it. Uh, that way we can make sure we're just not holding on to it all as body fats. It, it's plain and simple. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say it's like the end all be all. It's going to completely overdid everything from the night before. No, I'm not going to say that at all. It's just an aid to help. All supplements is, is an aid to help right? It's anywhere from like just like 2% to 5%. It's not like it's going to be, you know, the big bane factor. It's not like it's going to help you out tremendously. It's just a the little bit of the top of the iceberg. That's it. Chromium. Okay. So long story short, guys, hopefully you guys got some value from today's podcast episode. If you relate it at all to this message, I, I gave you a little background, right? To my binge eating history, uh, you know, the Italian family household of the finishing everything on your plate mentality and then the good foods, this is bad foods. And hey, the kids picking on me, calling me chunky and, you know, making fun of me because I was eating these bars and I was fat. Hey, guess what? Right? It, it happens, right? I'm glad that it happened because I learned from it. I learned how to use that pain to push me to greatness. I invested in myself. I got some certifications. I learned, right, with my street smart mindset, not my brain smart mindset, that, hey, um, how calories all work in a simple form of just like a, uh, a glass with some water as calories as an analogy for fat loss and fat retention. Simple things like that that we teach, right, our Heartletics community, that we teach our coaching clients. And remember, guys, it, it, when it comes to binge eating, it just happens. You don't have to throw up. You don't have to try to burn it off. You don't have to just try to do intermittent fasting, not eat anything the next day and feel guilty. Hey, just accept it. Move on. Right? Go back to tracking and eating normally the following day. Utilize those extra calories. 
And hey, if you're a Heartletics member, definitely utilize the community groups. That's what they're there for inside of the coaching program. And lastly, uh, once again, if you guys, you know, relate it to this message at all or resonate it, just do me a favor. Maybe, you know, leave me a good review. Uh, subscribe if you guys are watching this on YouTube. Maybe share this, you know, with a friend or family member. And hey, uh, maybe just let me know inside the community group and just tag everybody and just say, hey, today's podcast episode talking about binge eating. That makes a lot of sense, Joe. I'm really glad you talked about that. That was helpful. Uh, we'd just love to kind of see the support. And other than that, I hope you guys all have an amazing day. As always, this has been Coach Joe with the Heartletics Podcast. Hopefully, fingers crossed, my voice is going to be back to normal here in the next few days. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace out, Girl Scouts.